Welcome to Gadgets, a podcast from Gizmodo where we woman explain the latest technology. I'm your host, consumer technology editor, Caitlin McGarry, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Gizmodo reporter, Florence Ion. Hello, Flo. Hello. I've been in a nonstop Samsung hell. Yes, you have. I would like to share because I need people to know that I am working dutifully (laughs) on this Galaxy 22 series review over here. Yes. So it's coming. I've heard just a peep from you here and there. So I know I know you're in the thick of it. I'm going to know everything about this phone by the end of this week. Good. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. We're going to read your review. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about that today on the pod. We talked not about today. it last week. So we're going to take a little Samsung break. Thank um, you. This week, we need to talk about Facebook. Okay. Meta. They changed their name to Meta. Metamucil. I don't know what is going on. They're grasping at straws over there. It's like... Mm. So the news today that we're going to talk about in in a second, but the news is that Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, has now decided that all employees of Meta need to call themselves MetaMates. And I just have to say, like, if I worked somewhere and they, like, required me to call myself by a dumbass name, let alone MetaMate, like, I think I would combust. I think I would be so upset. <laughs> like a Galaxy Note 7. Ooh, yeah. throwing it back. Okay. Yeah, what do you think Samsung employees have to call each other? Uh, Galaxy. Oh, God. Okay. A- aliens. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they have their own, like, I don't yeah. know. Okay. We'll, we'll workshop this for them. <laughs> MetaMate is just terrible. Mm. Um, and then we're going to talk about Sony's new wireless earbuds, which... Flo, the number of people who have read the review that we did of I know. The, these earbuds is absolutely wild. Yeah. Basically, Sony has just like completely reinvented the wireless earbud. This thing works like it doesn't work like anything else on the market right now. Mm-hmm. It's just truly mm-hmm. wild. So we're going to talk about that. Stay tuned. Um, stay tuned. And then before we go, Flo, you and I just like, okay, we're we're the same age. <laughs> <laughs> we are. It is the year of the tiger. Hurrah. We have we are nostalgic for very different things from our childhoods. And so today we're gonna talk about some of those things. We've we've discussed this before. And I know people get a little bit of a kick out of the fact that you think we're ancient and I think we're babies. <laughs> Yes, but I'm also going to give some tips on how to watch some of that old stuff if you're like into streaming. So I promise we'll bring it back around. Yes, I think people, uh, you know, I assume a lot of the people who listen to this pod are in our age-ish range. So this will be relevant to those folks. Gen Xers and millennials, stay tuned to the end. Yes. I mean, (laughs) I think Gen Z is loving like the early aughts. So there was like a whole... There was a whole thing in... Uh, yeah. Some, yeah. The, As they discover, like, what we grew up with. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Uh, I read today that apparently trashy American apparel style outfits are making a comeback. And Indie like, sleaze. Yes. Where, I mm-hmm. have, like, I wish I had all of those deep Vs and, like, the little mini skirts. I, I dropped them all off at Goodwill. So somebody is enjoying the I fruits still, of that. I think I could still do it. The deep being, could I? 
Okay. No, you, <laughs> you no, 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 you can. <laughs> close, like, absolutely not. No, you can. It's just, I don't know how we're supposed to, like, balance this with, okay, apparently we're not doing skinny jeans anymore, but apparently we're going back to indie sleeves. So how am I supposed to do the skinny jean and, like, the unitard underneath? Like, there's a whole situation. The skinny jean mm-hmm. with the unitard was a, a definite look. And I, I feel like that's coming back around. Like, skinny jeans were only out for a second, and they are coming right back in. Yeah, I mean, I never got rid of mine, but now I have all these wide-legged ones, so I'm trying to, like, you know, pull in a little, you know, a little look from the Charlie's Angels era, the Farrah Fawcett, you know, God, oh, oh, costumes on that show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So good. (laughs) So good. So good. All right. So before we, before we dive into all of that, I'm going to take a quick break. really don't understand what's happening at the company formerly known as Facebook. They I don't are think just, they do either. <laughs> they're grasping at straws. So Facebook changed its name to Meta because they think that uh, the metaverse is going to be the next platform. So people are going to stop using Facebook inevitably. God, I fucking hope so. <laughs> and like, I'm tired of having to log in once every few months just to see like what the family is up to, you know. I'm ready to I'm ready to move on. Let's just move on with our lives. So Facebook knows that people are going to stop using Facebook. And so they think the metaverse is going to be like this virtual world where we interact with each other's avatars and it's going to be just as fun as in real life because of course wearing a headset is definitely just as fun as like partying with your friends and family in real life, right? But the dumber thing is that they're really struggling to keep their employees, you know, engaged with this mission. Mm -hmm. So this week, Mark Zuckerberg was like, you know, we need to change our, our, our mission statement. We need to, instead of move fast and break things, it has to be move fast together and build awesome things, which honestly has, I'm imagining him say this in his voice, (laughs) just like standing on stage. I wish I could do his voice. (laughs) I know. And then the, the new catchphrase that they have is meta, meta mates, and me. And that's like the hierarchy. So meta, as if you work there, you have to put the company first, then your meta mates, which are your coworkers, mm-hmm. and then yourself, because you don't matter that much. It's not about you. It's about the metaverse. And like, this is just very weird to me as someone who is not a really like Kool-Aid drinking kind of person. Obviously, we're journalists, so we don't care about companies. We just report on them. Um, but like, you know, some people who work at these places, they really, they're down with the mission. They like to call themselves Googlers or mm-hmm. what, I don't know. What are some other, what are some other company names? Apple heads. There's, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I actually don't know if people who work at Apple have a nickname for themselves. If you work at Apple and you listen to this, hit us up. We want to know what your name is. But Meta Me is just like our headline for this. I have to read it to you. So we did a story on this. It's in the show notes. Mm-hmm. The headline is Zuck tells employees they're now called MetaMates. A really fucking stupid name, if you ask me. Thanks, Tom. And that just sums <laughs> Tom <it up>. McKay. <laughs> Tom McKay. Shout out to Tom McKay, a gem Mm -hmm. of a Gizmodo staffer. You Um, know what? It sounds like Littermates, which I think is why it's 
it's strange to me because it's like, what is Mark Zuckerberg? Like the mama cat of all these little like meta kittens <laughs> that are just toiling away at the computer oh. coding. I hate it. I <laughs> right. Hate it so that's much. the that's the imagery it evokes. It's just it's like meta is already a bad name. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. And then to add meta mate, it sounds like it sounds like Metamucil. It does. Which is like a fiber situation. It really does. I can't stop calling it that in my head. Yeah. None of this sounds cool. None of this sounds fun. It's just like, when will it end? You know, like, where, where are they going with this whole thing? It's just... Yeah, it's it's just yeah, it is really Facebook. um, I'm sorry, Meta, I constantly forget what to call them. But we've been talking a lot about how they seem to be having like a public sort of meltdown trying to figure out how they're going to evolve in transition with the way that like the internet is going. Web3, as we mentioned before, Yes, it's associated with the buzzwords of cryptocurrency and blockchain and NFTs, but it is also about the way that content is going, like how Facebook and Google are going to make money is going to change going forward because of things that are changing in the underlying, like just this morning. Mm -hmm. We didn't put this in the show notes, but briefly mentioning Still got to get into it, but uh, I guess Google announced that they were going to change some of the way that Android does tracking, and so everybody's like, "Oh, this is probably yes. freaking out Meta's business." This is this is very important, and I think this will. I think so. Basically, Google is planning to do something similar as Apple did with iOS, which is make it so that companies have to ask you before they track you around your phone. So. Right now on Android, like apps can track you across the web or on other apps without asking for your permission. And Google is soon going to change that and roll it out to all of Android. And it's going to, I mean, Meta, like that decision from Apple cost Meta $10 billion Mm -hmm. in ad revenue. So Android is a much bigger platform than iOS is. So just imagine like if it's anything at all similar, they're going to be totally screwed. So it's like, okay, we have to pivot really hard into the metaverse, a thing that doesn't exist yet and sounds horrible based on everything we've seen and heard about it. So I think they're really struggling and I don't know why anyone would, why would you just come up with the name meta? Like they had to know the headlines about meta mates would be like just eviscerating. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so we were talking about it's so silly. <laughs> we were talking about indie sleaze earlier, and there's been this conversation mm-hmm. across <laughs> the internet, you know, about how we're going back to, you know, the nostalgia of like the 2010s. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that's not going to come back is this feeling that Zuckerberg, I feel, is trying to evoke of like the early days of Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember those days. And yes, they were super exciting to be a part of. But we've been burned since then. We've had some really intense like societal shakeups because of the social media that runs our lives. And um, absolutely. This is not 2004. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not just setting up our Facebook accounts. We're not connecting to college friends and like sharing which classes we're taking. Like, the nostalgia for early 2000s is definitely not going to extend to this platform where, you know, 
the January 6th rioters were planning an insurrection. Like we are so far past that. And it's like, I do think you're right, Flo, that he like would absolutely love to capture the nostalgia that's happening in the zeitgeist right now. But Mm-hmm. God, I just do not think that's possible. Not as a meta. If anything, MySpace could totally, MySpace could definitely just like slide right in here. Once again, I know MySpace has been reborn like 10 times, but this, this might be it. <laughs> this might be the Everybody time. misses being able to put <laughs> Let's get our wired music on the page. <laughs> Listen, music on the page was a big hit back in the day. Okay. People just want to do that again. Oh my God. <laughs> Can I just say a shout out to my former college roommate? Tara, if you're listening, like her MySpace song was <laughs> Drop It Like It's Hot by Snoop Dogg. And she was on her page, like, as everyone was, like a million times a day. So I heard that <laughs> song. I can't listen to that song anymore, <laughs> ever. If I hear it, I'm like, oh my God. I, the I mood ring of the ears. time. Tara, <laughs> Tara, you ruined that song. <laughs> But let's bring it back. Let's bring back MySpace. We need that. We need some fun in our lives. That might Mm. be it. But Facebook, we're done. It's not the metaverse. Metamates, sorry. (laughs) Mm -mm. No. All right. Well, now that we've gotten to the bottom of that situation, we're going to take a quick break. (laughs) As you write your life story... You're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at SCS. Dot georgetown.edu slash podcast. So, Flo, the thing that we're going to talk about right now is actually really interesting. We're going to link it in the show notes. It's a pair of wireless earbuds, which is a thing that Flo and I get asked about all the time. People are always asking me which earbuds to buy. And I get it. There's like a million options. They're all kind of around the same price, like 100 to 200 bucks. And it's like, which one is best for phone calls? Which one is best for music? What about working out? So many options. And Sony's new earbuds are just, just wild. Like the design of them is what makes them wild because they're open earbuds. And Flo, I think you can walk us through this because we just published the review on it. You and I have not tested these, but our coworker Andrew did. And I bugged Andrew about it. I asked Andrew, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, Andrew. Nope. (laughs) So the thing to know about them is they don't necessarily, like they do go inside of your ear, but the way that they actually conduct sound is in sort of this like open style. So Sony basically packed in, and this is some jargon here, but a 12 millimeter driver in the shape of a ring with a hole in the middle. So when you look inside your ear, when you put these buds in, it you'll see the little hole. And that's essentially what's like conducting the audio um, using your, I guess your bone structure in a sort of way. 
Yeah. There's like some bone conductive elements. Yeah. So like you can also, you know, most earbuds, you can tap on them to, to control, you know, song playback or to answer calls or hang up calls. These you can tap just around your ear. I'm tapping around my ears if people can see me do this. Um, <laughs> but you can like tap like right in front of your ear mm-hmm. or above it or below it. And it will have the same effect as if you were tapping directly on the earbud, which is super cool because those gesture controls rarely work for me. Like I you turn have them to off. tap them with like, yeah, it's super annoying. Whereas this one, Andrew was like, these tap, like you could be tapping just like a tiny bit and it'll, and it'll register on your skin. Like it's extremely cool technology. And I think I really just appreciate that like companies aren't really doing anything cool in this space right now. Everyone's just got like a pair of earbuds. Some of them look like AirPods. Some of them look like, you know, just little buds and no one's really doing anything cool with the technology inside them. And Sony's just like, excuse us, we, we have something to say. (laughs) And I love that. Like, yeah, it's great. They're very cool looking. And why wouldn't you trust them? Because after all, they do make some of the best headphones that you can buy. Yeah. Sony's headphones are amazing. Um, Oh, we haven't even said the product name. The Sony Link Buds is what they're called. Mm -hmm. Link Buds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 180 bucks. Not uh, too bad. They're $180. Yeah. Um, Andrew said that basically they're extremely good, except you might not want them for like all the time. So this might be like a secondary pair of earbuds. Or if you have a pair of headphones, these might be the earbuds that you just use for like walking around listening to stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of a hard sell because it's like most people aren't looking to buy two sets of earbuds for any reason. But, you know, if you already have like an older pair and you want to like give these ones a shot, you know. You would think that. I actually think, uh, (laughs) I I at least think, you know, gadget heads are going to are interested in having, I mean, I have more. Yes, I know I do this professionally, but I do like to cycle between earbuds and so does my husband. And Andrew did say that he liked these because he could still hear his kid like calling out if he needed something while he was, you know, using them to like listen to music or whatever. I also asked him because I was curious, I said, Andrew, do you sleep with these? Because (laughs) I sleep with my Galaxy Buds too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he said that he hmm. didn't get to try them out that way, but he was surprised that I sleep with earbuds at night. So just I, a side yeah, note. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I can't. But that's why I prefer AirPods over basically every other set of earbuds is because I can hear everything else around mm-hmm. me. I'm talking about like just basic AirPods. Not, I don't need noise cancellation. When I'm taking calls, like I want to be able to still hear my environment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like AirPods are still the best for that. And now maybe these Sony link buds, which are just like extremely cool. It's always nice to see some innovation, you know? I agree. And it does kind of freak me out to have the uh, sound pass through, like on the buds, they allow you to, Oh yeah. like if I'm on BART and the noise that BART makes is passing through the buds. So it's like, this is very annoying. This is not helping me at all. (laughs) No. So no, there are pros and cons. That, oh, man, the sound of the bar is just distressing in general. I mean, listen. I can hear, I can like, it. I, I know, have like a visceral reaction. It's visceral. I know, I, <laughs> I know. 
Bless. It's got like such a distinctive sound. <laughs> <sighs> San Francisco, we love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we're going to link to that review in our show notes. And if you have any questions about those earbuds, we will pass them on to Andrew so he can answer mm-hmm. any of your any of your concerns. Um, but they are very cool looking. And yeah, I'm excited to check them out myself. And with that, we'll take a quick break. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So since we've been talking about nostalgia for simpler times, MySpace, American Apparel, etc., we need to talk about the shows of our youth, the television <laughs> shows. And uh, Flo, I'm sure you remember fondly planning your entire schedule around the TGIF lineup, uh, which, you know, the kids today have no idea. <laughs> No, for the uninitiated, and we're listening in, (laughs) back when we were tykes, there was a two-hour block of sitcoms on ABC on Friday nights. Mm -hmm. It was called TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wasn't really allowed to do much as a kid, so I really looked forward to those Friday nights. Had nothing going on on Fridays, yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I, I... legitimately yep. was not allowed out of the house. So it was very, you know, this was something to look forward to every week. And we grew up with these shows. And I know that like, there are already 17,000 BuzzFeed quizzes that you can take of like, which boy meets character are you or like, mm-hmm. you know, well, they swapped out the lineup. Uh, it wasn't consistent from year to year. So mm-hmm. like, I think we should talk about some of our favorites because mine is definitely Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Yes, which started in uh, 1997. So it Fun came fact. out in the late, yeah. late 90s. And that is streaming, since we're bringing this back yes, please. to where our beads. That is streaming on Paramount Plus. Oh, the universe keeps trying to get me to subscribe to Paramount Plus, and I might have to, especially now that the news this week is that Paramount Plus is going to bundle in Showtime, uh, a network that I had no know, interest thank in. Thank God. Uh, I'm just ready to watch Yellow Jackets. I already started... I know. I know we're not talking about this, but I know we started it, guys. <laughs> it's it, it's they're right. Yeah. People are right. People are right. It's extremely good. Very disturbing. But yeah, so now I'm like, now I'm wanting to watch Showtime. Paramount Plus is doing a ton. Like, I might just have to bite okay, the bullet. Okay, hold on. Hold on now. Okay, okay. There were other TGIF uh, specials that we really liked. Excuse me, sitcoms. Remember, we loved Full House, of course. Of course. We all grew up. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Um, yeah. you know, we also really enjoyed the blending family that was introduced to us in Step by Step. Step by Step. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Now, let oh. me tell you, though, if you want to watch these two shows, you're going to have to also subscribe to HBO Max. 
Why? Why? Because Warner Brothers owns the rights to Full House, Family Matters, and Step by Step. Family Matters. Yes. Iconic. Just iconic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so what I did over this last Christmas season is I made a little like playlist of some of the Christmas episodes from those sitcoms. Okay. And that's how I learned that like all of these were being hosted on HBO Max. So I have to say that um so TJIF had one show that I still think about all the time and that's because it catapulted uh Ryan Reynolds to fame I literally no one watched the show, so it d- didn't catapult him to anything. But two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Yes, I remember that. Like this show. Jenna Elfman was in that. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um We're doing also, this. We're doing this. Uh Dharma and Greg. No, I'm was sorry. That TGIF? It was oh, not it was, her. It was it a was lookalike. Just, oh, a lookalike. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Jenna. Uh but yeah, two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Ryan Reynolds was like living with them, uh, like he had a couple of roommates, and it was like it's basically exactly what it sounds like. There was no deep concept here, but it was really funny. And I was like, I have no idea that this guy is going to be famous, but now he's married now he's to Ryan Blake Lively, freaking Reynolds. Yeah, lucky mm-hmm. him. He's, yeah, um, you know another. Can, this has nothing to do with TJIF, but it's related to sitcoms, and I really need to find a place to watch this show. And Flo, mm. I hope you can help me. Um, yeah. Okay. So in the early 90s, there was a show called Breaker High. It was about a oh, high yeah. school on a boat. Ryan Gosling was in it. Yes. And he was so dorky. And never in a million years could I have anticipated that this guy from Breaker High, a show like no one has watched, <laughs> but was really funny. No, I remember this show. Become, it was, I, it was ridiculous. A high school on a boat. Like, what is what's happening? <laughs> you can stream that on Amazon Prime. The first season is available. Uh, and as for two guys and Are a girl, serious? apparently that's streaming on Netflix. Okay. Which well, oh wait, maybe fact. it's not. Oh, see, Last time I looked time. it up, it was on Netflix. So, uh, well, as long as I can watch Breaker High on Amazon Prime. No, you sure can. I just like <laughs> these shows were like absolutely ridiculous. This one was on UPN, I believe, and it was just—I don't even know. I think, I think each episode they were like. So it was a cruise ship. They mm-hmm. they weren't stationary. They were like cruising to destinations. And each episode, they were in a different country. And it would be like, high school kids get up to hijinks in Egypt or Greece or whatever. And Totally normal. Like, totally was, normal high school experience. It was experience. so chaotic. <laughs> so chaotic. I think they should reboot it. If anyone here listening is a development executive, please reboot Breaker High. Just... Incredible. That that Bring is Ryan worthy Gossin of a reboot. Back. He can be the principal. <laughs> like, let's do this. <laughs> I am so it, it's been interesting, like trying to track down and understanding like who owns what. For instance, you would think that 90210 would be, let's say Disney Plus, right? Because Disney bought all the Fox properties, but it's actually mm-hmm. streaming on Paramount because CBS bought the DVD rights. To the show. So CBS has the rights to distribute it and CBS is partnered with Paramount. Yeah. And so I've been learning like through my journey of because what I used to do is I would 
I would just go and download the shows wherever they were available on the internet. So, you know, back in the day, Uh before I was gamefully Uh employed, and, you know, now because I'm, I'm, paying taxes and contributing to the machine i'm trying to like do it the you know because i'm paying taxes uh <clears throat> you know i'm just yes. trying to to do it the, the the way they want us to and so i'm learning where like everything is hosted uh paramount plus is great if anybody grew up watching nick jr obviously because viacom owns the whole archive oh, right. and so i've been like showing Eureka's Castle to uh, Mona nice. and there's like blues, the original blues clues on there and things like uh, that. Um, and so it's. Where's the Clarissa explains it all. Where is that show now? Clarissa is on, I think that's in Paramount. God, yes. It's on Paramount. It's on, I mean, this is like Paramount. if for these sites that their whole existence is just like, where is insert here streaming like that's a um that must be a money maker let me right tell there. you why that's it's literally like what i'm googling all the time okay i learned a lot about melissa joan hart's production company because remember she started one mm. her family started it in the 90s so that they could like you know take care Keep of her checks of that cash. exactly yeah um mm-hmm. and so that's why i guess they did the deal with paramount which is why all of the melissa joan hart stuff is on paramount plus that's interesting wow it's just it's wild. It's too much. There's honestly just too many places to watch things and there's too many things to watch. But now And yet I watch them set. all. After, after I finish Yellow Jackets, I'm going straight to Breaker High and you won't hear from me for a couple weeks. <laughs> We've been doing like Saturday mornings because, you know, I actually get to like watch TV in the morning on the weekends. And so we've been doing a nostalgia roundabout. Ooh. So I'll like select something. So we've been working through step by step. So that's why that's it was fun. like, it's been on my mind. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering where this came from. Um, as as most of you know, Flo loves to take us down a little, a little stroll down memory lane. Listen, um, I'm figuring out where all this stuff is. I might as well tell y'all. So. Yeah. I was wondering where where the inspiration for this came from. And, oh, Boy uh, Meets step World? Step. Disney Plus. Disney owns mm. that one. I feel like I don't need to revisit Boy Meets World. It's I so saccharine. And I, I just, I think I'm like, Full House one. is saccharine, but it's, because mm, you know Bob Saget is playing a bit throughout the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, rewatching Full House, knowing what we know mm-hmm. now about Bob Saget is just a total mind trip. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm like, how is this the same okay, person? Okay, but not just Bob Saget. Knowing what I know about Jodie Sweetin, okay? Oh, mm-hmm. Knowing what I know about uh, Candace Cameron, whatever her last name is now, I don't care because mm-hmm. mm. there's a lot going on. Yeah. There. It's, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. When you find too much out about your your heroes, you are sorely disappointed. Never, never trust your heroes. <laughs> no. <laughs> your heroes are probably trash. Mm-hmm. Except for Bob Saget, who was an amazing comedian. And, rest in uh, peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. He made us laugh. <laughs> well, Flo, <laughs> now that we've told everyone everything about our childhood TV watching habits and our actually adult TV watching habits, because Breaker High is on the list, and Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place, which then they changed the name to Two Guys and a Girl. I and remember I, that. I thought <laughs> the Pizza Place really set it apart. Yes. <laughs> I don't know whose decision that was, but I uh, hate it personally. <laughs> All right. Now that we have our, our weekend plans in place, <clears throat> um, 
we're gonna we're gonna call it. We're done. <laughs> gavel, gavel. Uh, before we go, obviously, we have to thank our producer and sound engineer Ryan Allen, who listens to this every week, mm-hmm. um, twice. God bless him. Uh, <laughs> and our art designer Vicky Lita, who created our amazing cover art, so beautiful. Um, if you have comments, questions, concerns, hopefully none of those, but you know, that's fine. You can email us at gadgets at gizmodo.com. Flo and I both get those emails. So Mm -hmm. yeah, please reach out to us. You can also tweet us at gizmodo or at our personal Twitter accounts. I am Caitlin underscore McGarry and Flo is oh that Flo. Still the best Twitter handle I think anyone has ever had. I just have to, I have to give you that. I didn't come up with it myself, but... Wow, the oral history of Oh That Flow is yeah. just now being it's, revealed. It, it's all it's all from uh, Will Smith, who used to be my boss at Maximum PC, like way back in the day. You can wow. find him on Twitter. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. Will Smith, thank you very mm-hmm. much for for blessing us with Oh That mm-hmm. Flow. Um, please like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're using Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can leave us a rating which is really helpful. Apple Podcasts, you can also leave us a written review, which is nice. Um, All the ones we've gotten so far have been really cool. So thank you guys for doing that for us. Until next week. Thanks everyone for listening. We're we're just having fun. That's it. We're just here to have fun. (laughs) Have a good week, everyone. Bye.